This episode is brought to you by The One Summit, two days that would change your life forever. For tickets, go to thewellnesssummit.com. Thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and I am here with the spiritual warrior himself, co-founder of the Wellness Couch and the Wellness Guys, <laughs> is Dr. Damien Christoph. Oh, Marcus. Marcus, hey, what do I say? What do I say to that? Domo, this is Mr. Accountability. Well, a warrior. Accountability day for you. A warrior would be the truth. Because, Domo... I'm excited here. I want to know all your answers. Remember about four or five weeks ago, we interviewed the great Trevor Hendy. The Trendy. It wasn't that long, It doesn't feel like that long ago. No, it, no, well, in real time it wasn't, but in podcast land it was. Oh. And, um, <laughs> and <laughs> you're giving away our secrets. No, I am. And, and in one of the only times that I've ever seen it in my life, you actually went and bought the course before the interview was even done. Done. So excited. And we said at the end of the interview that we would hold you accountable to Trevor Hendy's boot camp for the soul. So, Damo, it was yes. a bit of a shock. I have got Trevor Hendy on the line. Trevor Hendy, welcome to 100 <laughs> Not Out Again. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Thanks, Marcus. Hey, Damo. G'day, Trendy. How are you? Good to, hear, good to be talking to you guys. Yeah, so, really great to have you back, mate. So, Trev, I've been asking Damo intermittently. Um, now, Damo, for us, as we are right now, what day are you up to on the – it's a 90-day program, isn't it, Trev? Yeah, 12 weeks. <clears throat> 12 so, weeks we go for so um on friday week two yeah friday week two is where i'm at basically friday week two great yeah. week two. All right, so that now. gives you an idea of where i where i stand right now, now. yes yep trevor yes before we ask damo how he's going what would you be expecting of one of your boot camp for the soul students two weeks in well, the first week is very much about movement. It's about it's just about moving. Um, it's it's about movement um, from stillness. So it's all about moving around and shifting the energy in the body and starting to slow the mind down yeah. and observe all this mind chatter and observe mind being in our heads and being still. And so the second week takes that a little bit deeper. Um, so the first week, most people are normally like in love with it in the first week, going, this is great, I feel fantastic. Second week, a bit of a mixed bag. Sometimes they're feeling a little bit like all the challenges are starting to rise up, particularly for those that are really capable of big change. They find the challenges come up pretty quick. Um, But in general, it's about moving a bit faster and seeing more clearly that there are some things we're doing that aren't actually working for us because we're stuck in that, that mind um, modality and such. So you're getting Friday in the second week. Um, be interesting to see where you are, Damo, and how you're going. But um, that's what happens. The first four weeks is all all really about movement and realizing there's a spiritual universe and there's a physical universe. As long as we're fixed on the physical universe, we stall ourselves in the spiritual universe, and our physical universe ultimately doesn't come right. So our world, our day, our finances and everything else can never quite fix itself if we're not finding that truth within ourselves. So first four weeks just touches on that gently and then the next four weeks, which Damo's not at, um, gets right into the depth of some of the stuff we might be holding on to. So, mm. Yeah, nice. Mm. There you go. 
All right. Demo, what do you think? How does that? How how have your experiences been? Uh, are they a, ref, a reflection of that, or do you want to share? I'd love to share. The uh, the first week, which was the start of June, by the way, and in Melbourne, um, winter starts at the start of June, which it, it actually did, and uh, and so um, you know, I, I had established um, a habit some years ago of getting up at five o'clock in the morning. That kind of got pushed out to five thirty, and then quarter to six is kind of where it settled. And so then getting back up again at five o'clock in the morning was nice because I got a chance to you know see when there was nothing really happening in Melbourne and. And get out amongst it, and uh, and I really enjoyed my first week. It was great. Probably the biggest challenge in my first week is when Trev asked me to sit there in the park where I was walking, and uh, and sit there for twenty minutes, and actually just notice the stillness. And I tell you what, that just created anxiety in me, like there was no tomorrow, because I'm thinking wow. twenty minutes. I'm not moving anywhere. Here I am watching the stars. Yep, they're beautiful, but I've seen enough, you know. So I was kind of. I was at that point. You know, Marcus is saying, I can see what Dave is talking about. I'm on your page, Dave. You have to sit down, 20 do minutes. nothing for 20 minutes. Well, this is not that you're doing nothing. <laughs> it's not that you're doing nothing. It's that you're doing something which would involve stillness, which is yeah, not yeah. – that it's not nothing. It's actually something, but it's mm, not it's what something. I'm used to doing in terms of the pace at which I move. So. You know, my walks have been great, getting out there, breaking down the rust, you know, getting out there and just feeling my body. And one of the, the first things that Trev asked me to do was to feel your body, feel your breath and see where it hurts and where you've got aches and pains and where your body doesn't feel fresh and nourished and nurtured and all these sorts of things. And it was a really nice, beautiful awakening for me in that first week. And so to be able to create that stillness and get that into me was great and I loved it. Mm, um, that's great. I really enjoyed it. The struggle for me was always when I got home from an event, you know, I might get home at 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. Um, I may not have eaten dinner because I've spoken through dinner at a, at a presentation or whatever. And then I've got to sit down and reflect on, um, on my day and how I went from five in the morning to 11 at night. And what did I notice? You know, what did I, and then I had to jump in, log in and then record that, which I really enjoyed that challenge. And then my wife, I hope I don't throw her into the hot water here, but my wife started a new job and her job's been very, very demanding. And so I then got into trouble for getting up at five o'clock in the morning and waking her up um, to go out. And she said, look, just for this week, can you not do it at five o'clock in the morning? And I said, well, for me, I've got to actually get it happening at five o'clock in the morning. So to be honest, week two has been really hard for me because one, my, um, my walking or my movement has been done at a different time of the day. Two, I've had an unbelievably full-on week with events finishing late at night. Um, you know, one night I finished at eleven thirty, and then got home closer to midnight. And then I, you know, I had to get into bed to be up at five o'clock the next morning, and just to get ready for everything else. So it's been a really tough second week. But I've been reading all of my things and been mindful of what I've actually had to achieve. And I've done most. I've done except for two days. I've done all of the tasks that have been required of me. One of the things I loved a lot, which reinforced that I already do, is smile at people and say hi as I walk past them. I already do that. And mm. my wife says to me, why do you have to say hi to everybody all the time? And I go, because <laughs> I, I love it. You know, They want to say hi and they don't, yeah. so I do and then they do. And so everyone wants to say hello. So I've always been of that opinion and um, I've always been someone to observe a lot, but I just have felt through doing this first two weeks, I've observed so much more. And I can feel the stillness and calmness in me. Um, the thing that makes me a little bit anxious is that I don't feel like I'm ticking the boxes and getting to my, um, you know, into 
the website and then writing down my experience for the day. And so I go, oh, I'm letting Trev down here. Or am, am I not getting the most out of it because I'm not actually writing everything down? So, you know, Trev, how would you help someone like me who's working 80 hours a week? How do you help somebody move out of that and then into stillness, you know, where there's, where there's other demands and other, you know, I suppose, uh, influences? Thanks, Damo. Great, great question. And remind me if I don't fully answer it when I start this because um, (laughs) first one is this, and and Marcus maybe can feel this, is as you tell your story about this first couple of weeks, I can feel you as you tell the story, there's a lot of change going on. Yeah. And the change is like a subtle background rising of awareness and, you know, a, a bit of illumination of some things that you already knew that just validates a bit more that it's important and it brings kind of increases your scope spiritually, um, emotionally, energetically. It creates a little bit more space for you to move into and have these other experiences that you're having, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. So, so while you're telling the story um, and comment if you can feel it that Damo's telling the story and there's a sense of peace about it particularly after you get through the struggle bit and you, you talk about what you've got out of it so far there's a bit of a, a sense of peace in that can you feel that Marcus yes of course no it's actually you're spot on Trev it's um it's actually really great to hear Damo it, it was like a bell curve the way that it actually That's started it. there was a challenge and it started to to level out and and he knows that there's gaps to fill but there's not a like you talk, spoke about anxiety at the beginning, but I don't sense that level of anxiety, say, that's two weeks it. in. No, that's right. And that and the reason I point that out is because it relate, the micro relates to the macro. You know, it's um, in other words, it's called the boot camp for the soul because the, my realisation was that life is one big boot camp for the soul. So when you step into it, the whole of your life actually starts to come into view, the parts that are working and the parts that aren't. So mm-hmm. instead of us skimming over the surface like we do for years on end sometimes, we go, you know, mile, sorry, mile high, mile, mile wide and inch deep. This is all about slowly going an inch wide and a mile deep and starting to actually get the depth out of everything else. So what happens is it brings perspective onto some of the things like, oh, the relationship and what it really means to care for my wife and understand her. Well, I've got 80 hours of work a week and she's all of a sudden taken on a job and everything. So there's a real boot camp for the soul element. That's really teaching (laughs) how to love and support someone without more, without doing more, you know, without how can I do more for you, honey, or whatever else, because that's what we get trapped in the world. We do more and more and more Mm. instead of letting ourselves feel the depth of, you know what, I'm hearing what you're saying and I'm really there with you and not a sense of I've got a new obligation that's just piled onto my list of 20 obligations, Mm. if if that makes sense. So, So what we're talking about is getting the depth. So actually what happens is even the boot camp for the soul, this program can seem like it's one more thing in a whole list of things that I've got to tick off for the day. <clears throat> but the idea is if you get the awareness change and you allow that, <clears throat> pardon me, that you, if you allow that to keep coming in, all of a sudden some of the things that you need to do, they do themselves. Life starts looking after the details and you feel less, you, you feel less the need to be on top of all things and all over all things and have everything done. So 80 hours worth of work might be able to get done in, 30 or 40 hours, you know, I mean, we're really stretching it there to start with, but probably not till week three. That created anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) But um, so it's not about more. It's actually not about doing more. It's actually about more depth and more understanding. So 
that's the first thing that I can feel is that the challenge you're at now in week two, and Marcus mentioned the bell curve, that's what it is. It's that bell curve. The first four weeks has a bell curve to it. The second four weeks has a bell curve to it. The last four weeks has a bell curve to it. If you looked at the whole 12 weeks of this program, it has a bell curve to it. In other words, it starts off at one point. Mm-hmm. You go through the depth of it and the difficulty and the challenge challenge of it. As you spiral out the other side and you come back up, you should rise to a higher point than what you, you went into the challenge. And why I say it is that relates to conversation with your wife, mm-hmm. relates to a day at work, it relates to... You know, when you first arrive at a function sometimes and you're there to talk to that group or help them, when you first, you never feel as uh, free and alive 10 minutes into it as you do 10 minutes from the end Mm. because there's the the tension of the moment and what you're learning how to be a master of and how to talk to those people and help them with whatever they're going through. So, so. I don't know if that makes sense what I'm saying to you, but it's the, it's the boot camp for the soul element wherever you go. Life is teaching you how to be more present as opposed to do more, fix more, be more on top of it, all that sort of stuff. The, the more on top of it almost comes from just relaxing and letting most of it go through to the keeper. Yeah, right. Oh, good advice, Trev. Yeah, it's good. And, it, you know, even though it sounded like there was anxiety in the middle point of last week or the first week. Yeah. I still yep. did have a bit of anxiety this week thinking, am I going to be able to do it? Am I going to be able to, you know, pull this off and get through this? Because I desperately want to create the change where there is more stillness and calmness in my life because I'm reminded on a daily basis of by your picture of how good you look at your age and how spiritually you know in tune you are and how calm you are and you know just listening to your voice i obviously i read the the email yes. but i listen to you read it as well and you read it differently to the way that i read it and um, i was going to ask you that yeah no the audio files are there because um the way i'm writing that content there's a very specific way that i'm saying it yeah and uh that when you get that different context on the certain words and phrases and everything else, you go, oh, that's what you meant by that sentence. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. And what I noticed is that the emails come through at 2 o'clock in the morning from you, right? So sometimes I'm reading it, you know, (laughs) at 2 o'clock in the morning preparing for what I'm supposed to do in the morning when I wake up at 5 o'clock. So I go, okay. And so that for me was a good reminder that I'm actually out of balance here. So I've I've stopped doing that. Um, but and by the way, the reason they come across at two o'clock in the morning is because so many people do have shift work and do have all those sort of things that when we first tested it, it was like, wow, some people need to do this at four in the morning and are willing to. Yes. So that was the first one. But the second one I wanted to say to you, buddy, and it relates to um, something to learn as you go, is that this two weeks has almost become like another thing that I've got to do. I've got to get this done and if I don't, I'll let Trevor down and I don't want to let my wife down and, you know, all this sort of stuff. And so that will be a little bit of a pattern and a habit where that anxiety in the background that runs through life, I've got to make sure I don't let anybody down. I've got to make sure I don't. I tick all the boxes and get it all done, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And, is, and what I would say to you, and it pattern. comes through in the Sunday, Sunday preview, I think, in week three, I think I clearly say, I'm pretty sure it's about then, that I clearly say, don't worry about it if you can't get all this done. (laughs) You know, it's really, it's not about getting it all done. Um, Certainly that's a great thing to aspire to because that challenges you to um, put your priorities in the right place. It does have that effect. Mm -hmm. But 
also it's not about nailing every single bit of it. That's why those those nightly processes are there that you can go back over any time and finish them off and anything. But it is about the daily thing gives you the opportunity to break that cycle of putting important things off because today demanded of me this, this and this. But your own well-being might demand of you to say no to that, that and that and complete something for yourself, which could be a walk in the park, could be going have an ice cream with your wife, it, it, whatever it is. It can be very important, but we put it off because I've got to speak at this or I've got to do that or I've got to get there early enough to do it. And our, our priorities, even though the intent is, is fine, they start to get a bit skewed and life starts to control us and run us rather than us actually be the directors and in the, in, in the driver's seat of our own life. Mm-hmm. So, well, I'm excited to say that Amber is away for the next 10 days. Now, it sounds weird, right? <laughs> <laughs> now, it's, no one it's, will be kicking you at five in the morning, will they? Well, yeah, Are this you, is the thing, right? No, so, if, for me, it'll give me the opportunity to fall back into that routine, get back into it, because I really enjoyed it. And to be able to, right. you know, um, I suppose get back in touch and get back in charge of that so that then I can work a way in which when Amber returns, because she, she's going overseas, when she returns, I'll be able to... Um, find some point of negotiation of how I'm going to be able to do this with her without um, interrupting her flow and her workspace and what she wants to do to you know achieve her life. And so it'll be good because I'll be thinking of that because it came on to me pretty quickly. It's like, don't get up at five because you're waking me up as opposed to I've got 10 days to think about how do I negotiate this to work better. Uh, <laughs> and, the, and obviously, we don't want to go into a couple's counselling session. No, not at all. <laughs> not I at know all. what I do, Dave. But it's not bad. It's not bad. What? I've got an yeah, idea. That, I don't know if it works, but yeah. do you have two beds in the, in, the, in the house? No, no. I was going to say, you could wake up at like one in the morning or two in the morning and go and hop in the other bed and... And wake up at five o'clock. That could, I wouldn't that, want to miss one minute next to Amber. No, oh, no, well, no, that's that's it. I don't it. know what you did when your kids were young, Trevor, but if my kids are waking up in the middle of the night and they're not going back to sleep, I get kicked out of our bed, so they all go into that bed and we can't all fit even though it's a king and I go sleep in the guest room. <laughs> Do you? Oh. Does point, though, Damo, points, it points more towards the fact that just a general, you know, just like you sat on the park bench for that 20 minutes and slowed down and the, the anxiousness and the mind and everything. Well, I, I should be somewhere else. I need to do more. I, I, I can't be sitting here. All right, I've done that. I've done the 20 minutes. I did it in one minute. Now I'll move on to the next. Like all that sort of stuff comes in. So because that's showing up there, you'll find that that's just what's, what's um, playing out all around the place. Yeah. So that can often be the reason why your good lady is not feeling supported when you get up at five in the morning, whatever, because maybe just in the house in general, and this is the whole planet, mate, this is where we're all at, is that we're trying to do more, more, more. We're trying to get this done, that done. And there's a sense of exhaustion, you know, instead of being woken up and going, oh, giving each other a kiss and going back to sleep and not being so stressed about it. We're always fighting to keep our head above the wall. that's the deeper conversation that's waiting to happen to go, wow, how have we got to this point to, you know, in our pursuit of where we're going, we, we get to the point where we're desperate to get our sleep or we can't be disturbed or whatever. And that's usually a sign that oh, we could probably do this better all over. Nice. Cool. Good question. Good answers. Um, I, I might even slip this episode onto Amber's phone while she's traveling. 
Who's <laughs> <laughs> there? We go. Example, I'm trying to get Damo to see it, not you. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, this is great because I do have those ten days to really just, you know, reflect and to be still and yeah, to create all of that space in the family um, and in our life. So I'm, I am. It's given me extra direction and uh, more things to be conscious about. Yeah, and I know for myself that running down the park out, like, or even going down the beach and having a swim sometimes when life is getting full on, by physically going and giving myself some space, very quickly metaphysically the space if it's starting to get a bit encroached follows. Mm-hmm. So um, at a certain point in time when you don't need the physical space, the metaphysical space just kind of stays there anyway. So that 10 days apart, well, that creates a bit of space for you to actually move around and get a deeper realization and not only just of who you are and what you want to do but also your love for your wife and where we want to go as a couple and all that sort of stuff. It, it all, all the good stuff has a chance to come in when we slow down, when we allow the gaps to come in between the thoughts and we start filling those gaps. It's, that's where the magic happens. That's where all the possibilities are and that's certainly where we need to go to alleviate this forever cycle of getting to this magical point in the future that never really comes because we never have a break from that relentless you know thing after thing after thing so it's all about coming into that stillness and that's why it can be challenging to do that 20 minutes because we're not used to it we haven't done it probably since we were a kid no you're right you're right i don't even know actually if i ever sat still for 20 minutes when i was a kid so you know you're spot on Hey, um, Trev, I'm just curious. Maybe this is my own, my own, uh, my own list and completion obsession. But uh, you said you said you're saying about week three. Don't worry if you don't get it all done. I'm very much someone that loves to get all things done. Um, <laughs> so uh, the way you set up the program, do you find that it's not a, it's it's not about completing? The program per se, like as Damo said, just with circumstances and just literally physical needs to sleep, he actually has missed a couple of days. But do you find that um, you're obviously still able to get a whole lot out of it? It's not actually it's not a it's not a program focused on completion. It's really a, a program focused on making a spiritual or sh- a spiritual shift or a or a different level of awareness. And you don't have to go and complete every single task in order to have that shift. Is that kind of what you intimate? Absolutely, yeah. and, and and what we're pointing to there is that's the problem in society. We try and finish everything, get everything done, and I'll be better when all this is done. The completion that we're shooting happen in any moment. In any one moment, there's a completion of being stuck in thinking and you come into your own, into the present moment and you begin to feel who you are, your intuition comes in and life becomes more of a joy. That's That's the completion we're looking at. So... Obviously, it's a wonderful program to do where you tick off every morning challenge, you tick off each evening process, and you read or listen to each email. There's there's an enormous amount of, of beautiful viewpoints and content in there, and it's all very much born and in spirit, you know. So it's a beautiful thing to capture all of it. But really, the the thing is, whether it's Damo, Marcus, you, me, anybody else that's listening to us, the power is in you already. We already have, we already are the complete spiritual being. We've just been running under the illusion for a long time that we're not that that next rent payment will complete us or the next money in the bank or the next person, even the next person I help or the next this or the next that will complete us. Uh, it's not about that. It's actually about coming into this moment fully and moment by moment being in that in that awareness or that state or that space and complete this cycle of forever being drawn into drama 
into time and space and everything else. It's still fun and fine to operate in the physical world. It's beautiful. That's what we're here to do. But it's no longer, um, you know, grabs all of our attention all the time. So definitely not about you. You'd have a ball in it. Marcus, because it's definitely not about ticking every box and completing everything. Um, You'd be better off to miss a couple almost if it allowed you to relax a little bit more. Yeah, um, well, this is the thing. I do look forward to doing this program because this is what I question, right? Because this is the challenge I reckon society has. When Damo's driving home and it's 11.30 at night and he's thinking, shivers, I've got one more commitment to make before I go to bed. If you were sitting on the front seat passenger side, would you tap him on the shoulder and go, mate, it's really okay. Don't give yourself grief. Just go to bed. Absolutely. A- absolutely, I would. And then in that, in that sense of peace that comes from that, oh, I'm okay and look after everybody to be worthy of feeling myself or, you know, feeling free or like I've done a good job. In that sense of peace, you tend to find more space and time to do things. And, you know, 9 o'clock the next morning you go, oh, I'll just squeeze over that email. Or if you never get to it, it doesn't matter. As long as the sense of peace comes back to you, um, you're on the right track. There's an interesting thing, though, and you alluded to it, is this is the problem that we have in the world. Not only are we distracted, we've also got an addiction to that distraction as well. So I'm not talking about any, anyone here like Damo or anyone else in particular, but we do have this ten. The, the negative in us is addicted to more negative. So when we do let ourselves off the hook a little bit, the other side sometimes is we create a habit from that. So then we go, oh, yeah, I'm good, feeling good now. I don't need to do any more. And we... The, the the negative in us is subtly leads us away to the next realization. And goes, no, you're sweet. Keep going. You know, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so, bringing yourself back to the well and go, am I avoiding it now because I just got this big story in my head? How I can't do it, mm-hmm. or is right now would it be best for me to go to bed or go give my wife a hug or whatever it may be? And you'll know because when it feels right, it feels right, and it is right, and that's your own wisdom coming through. And I can hear when Damo talks about it. There's been nights when you've got home and you've done it and gone, God, that was good to actually complete that. Yeah, that's I like that because I am task-oriented um, and I'm visionary. Yeah. So I go, okay, yeah. if I complete these tasks, then this is my grand vision and, and yeah. I've got no reason why that won't you know, present itself yeah. if I yep. follow the process. So you know, being process and goal-oriented and all those sorts of things, mm-hmm. I feel like if I step through each of these processes, my journey will be more complete. And it's a funny one because in the spiritual universe, there's many contradictory things. In our mind hates contradictions. It wants to know which one is it, good or bad? <laughs> do I go to bed or do the bloody program? You know? Yes. It's the, the mind and the control and the ego, the, that self, that sort of um, false self in us, it loves to narrow things down to good, bad, wrong. As long as I've done that, I feel safe. One of the beautiful things about this program is you slowly but surely let go of the things that you're holding on to for grim life, mm-hmm. you know, or grim death, and, <laughs> and what allows, allows life to float back up in you. So there's nothing, not even our, our relationships or our, or our kids, or there's, there's nothing that we actually have to hold on to for grim death. All those things are naturally gravitated to us in the first place because they're part of us. We've attracted them. We don't have to hold on to them. And then when they're allowed to drift in and drift out, we let go of um, a, a beautiful amount of control to let go of. And you just allow life to happen. And it's amazing what will come to you when you allow it to come to you, when you just go, well, that's what I'm about. And you let yourself represent that day to day. That's awesome. There's 
<laughs> There's so much gold in there. I said to Trev, Trev, this might go for five or ten minutes or it might go for a whole podcast. And, <laughs> and, and as you have it, we've gone over time. Trev, there is <laughs> so you. much. Uh, thanks, Trendy. Value. Yeah, thank you so no much. Problem, that was well, fantastic. Well done, boys. Thanks, thanks, Eves. I love doing this little journey with him. Damo, you're so on track. You, you just, I mean, I've, I know a little bit about you and checked you out a little bit and I, you're just a beautiful man anyway and that's just going to shine through more and more as you allow it and, and that trust in yourself comes and that's what this program is. It's all about love. It's all about letting go and so you can experience love in the moment and you're so on track, mate. It's beautiful. Thanks, Trev. And, uh, and if you're uh, happy to, Trev, we'll check in with you in another four to six weeks and, and uh, check in with Damo's progress as well. Absolutely. Love, love it. No problems. Great work. Well, folks, we've run out of time on this edition of 100 Not Out. But remember, we'd love to hear your feedback. You can provide it in any number of ways. You can go to the website at www.thewellnesscouch.com forward slash 100 Not Out. And you can go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash 100 Not Out, all letters. Uh, remember, if you have liked this episode, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Feel free to give us a five-star rating and check out the entire range of Wellness Couch podcasts at thewellnesscouch.com, including the number one show, The Wellness Guys. So until next week continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life hi this is lawrence tan from the wellness guys and insights champions mind the wellness summit is fast approaching and we have some limited spots for a selected group of people if you are ready to take your body your mind and your life to the next level join us as a vip at the wellness summit ask the speaker any questions you want at our meet and greet and a vip dinner you get to sit in the first front four rows for an intimate experience and you get to take home the dvds and mp3 recordings of the entire event and for vip platinum holders you get also a 500 wellness couch voucher to spend on any upcoming wellness couch event hurry these golden platinum vips are strictly limited and for more information and to book your tickets go to www.thewellnesssummit.com this has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com check us out on facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch subscribe to each show on itunes and check us out on twitter the wellness couch streaming wellness into your lives Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.